I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Dream Team podcast with James Buckley. I am James Buckley. Um, by the way, if, if you're still, if you're wondering who... James Buckley is, then I was Jay from the Inbetweeners. I just thought I should clear that up because hardly anyone knows my real name. That's where um, I know you from. Yep. Co-hosting with me is someone you almost certainly won't know. It's actor and amateur gardener, Jalal Hartley. Hello, Jalal, you alright? That's the right way round. Jalal Hartley here at your service. You been up too much? Uh ah. Oh, I bought Go on. A bed sheet from Ikea. Right. Hold on. Let me just ask you this question. Is your bed from Ikea? No. They do different sizes to everyone else in the world. Well, that would explain a lot. Because this thing came flat-packed, right? Uh, No instructions at all. And I phoned up the helpline. The the guy on the other end just acted completely bewildered, as if uh, he had no idea what I was going on about. So um, that's going straight back. There's no point in me sleeping in the bedroom now because I haven't got a bed sheet. So I've had to build a wigwam. Uh, it's I built it too narrow, basically. Just just to cut a long story short, it, it's it's about two foot wide. It's tall. It's about thirty yeah. feet tall. So it's got a lovely high ceiling. It's very top heavy as well because I I've always yeah. wanted a chandelier, like a right. with a tall ceiling, <laughs> a nice high ceiling and a chandelier. So. There's not room to to lie down in it, and so um, I haven't got anywhere to sleep tonight. And um, right. can I go around to yours? Is that okay? Yeah, of course. You're proud of yourself. I've really screwed up with the wig. I know. Out. What have you been up to? I watched the new Ronaldo documentary. You know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, I assume. Yeah. So I was excited about this documentary because I am a fan of his, and uh, I wanted to learn more about him and sort of maybe see aside to Ronaldo that nobody has ever seen. Um, not the case. He has nice cars, he's got a nice house, and he's really good at football. That's all you already know. There's this scene in the film, in the documentary, where he's, he just asks his son to go into the this massive garage of luxurious cars that he's got and says to his son, oh, can you guess which one's missing? He almost, like, is looking at the camera, sort of Brent style. And his son's going, oh, is it the, is it the Rolls Royce? And he's going, no, no, it's not the Rolls Royce. Is it, the, is it the Porsche? No, it's not the Porsche. He goes, oh, the Range Rover. He goes, no, the Range Rover's parked outside. He goes, well, think, 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 son. What car is missing out of my lovely garage? I, I think it's the fast one. And the son goes, oh, the Lamborghini. And then Cristiano Ronaldo goes, yes, it's the Lamborghini. And then like, his son goes, where, where is it, Dad? And then he goes, it's having a tyre changed. <laughs> that's it. That's a, that's a scene in the documentary. 
it was pointless. It was there was no point to it at all. There was one bit where he's sitting at a table. I can't remember what his agent's called. I think it's George, and he says, "George is the best agent in the world, and I am the best footballer in the world." <laughs> That's it. That's him at his dinner table. We're supposed to be seeing what Ronaldo is like when he's sort of in his private life. Yeah. And he's just as much of an arsehole as you think he would be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, how are you doing on Twitter? Have you got over 100 followers on Twitter yet? Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. Can we play the... I had a special fanfare um, lined up for when you got over 100 followers. Can we Did play you? that now, please, Gunter? What do you think of that? 100 followers on Twitter fanfare. Did oh, you like very it? Nice. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, did you make that yourself? Did, yeah. I recorded that myself on Garage Band. Did you? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know on my you Mac. Hmm. Yeah, I've got Garage Band. What have, have you, you got, Ronaldo? What have we got coming up on today's show? Oh, we've got um, hard man Joe Jordan. He's coming in. Also, I've got the second part of my chant, which I've been trying to play for several weeks. Oh, no, yeah. Um, time to do that. Yeah, we'll do that this week, definitely. Uh, and we've got a little secret recording I've got of uh, Billich. I bumped okay. into him in a toilet. What? More of that later. And also, um, I, I guess we can address the elephant in the room, which was last week was sort of a v- bit of a weird... There's more of a structure this week, because last week was... Uh, not structured because Steve Claridge was well. I don't know. Can we play in a little example of of uh, Claridge last week? Uh, this wasn't actually in last week. So it's just a little uh, extra titbit. It was a confused moment because I'd spilt Bovril on my uh, fact sheet, which I it seems to happen quite a lot. Is it right? You were in Joy Division. Is that? You were in Joy Division. Who are you talking to? You. What, what, why would I have been in Joy Division? <laughs> what, what infant? Where has it's he got here. that from? So, yeah, there, there was obviously a bit confusing, but um, hopefully, hopefully that won't happen this week. Should I introduce our guest for this podcast? Um, yeah, it's just polite, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I'm going to do it now. Here it is. He's an ex-professional player playing for clubs like Manchester United, AC Milan and Leeds when they were good. He's been capped for Scotland 52 times and the only Scottish player to score in three different World Cup competitions. The Times once ranked him as the 34th hardest man in football. It is Joe Jordan. Good evening or good morning. What what did we say? Um, I think people... um... Uh, we'll listen to it at any time, so it could ju- just be hello. Right. Right, OK. Well, good uh, good day. You're known as a hard man. Now, I'm sort of obsessed with this because I've never been hard. Um, I grew up in, in Dagenham, in East London, and every single one of my friends are hard guys, and I don't know what happened to me. So I've got some questions about being a hard man. Is that all right? Yeah, crack on. Okay, so um, so you're known as a hard man. Is it is it important to be hard on the pitch? I think it's uh, a case of not being in, intimidated, right, on the pitch. And so I think you've got to be a little bit resilient. And in, in the era that I played in, 
I think if you showed any sign, let's say a weakness, I think people would they would capitalise on it. One thing I hate is when you see like a player that's hardly touched and he just he just flops about. Like I like to see footballers hard. Well, I agree with you there, and I, th I think I would say the vast majority of, of football players and fans from my day and, and today uh, would agree we wouldn't want that in the game. I think yeah. it's uh, very disappointing. Um, it goes on an, an awful lot now. In my in my era, it virtually never happened. Uh, players would not would not show that because I think it was yeah. a, a sign of uh, being intimidated and uh, yeah. whether it was the opposition or your own teammates, I, I think they would have a word with you regarding that. But it, it very rarely happened. So once the final whistle blew, did you, you know, did, was you still sort of have that adrenaline? Did you remain hard or would, or would you just finally relax? I, I didn't really consider myself as hard. I, no? No, not really. You know, I, I played in a position that... Um, it was a very physical. From that aspect, yeah, I, I had to be um, a person that would would have to take some some punishment, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I guess it was just that it was just obvious you were hard. Well, it was the game. Yeah. I think yeah. you know, if if you submitted to what was going about, then I would think that um, your opposition adversary would um, would be on top. You, you said yourself you didn't consider yourself to be hard, but did you deep down did you did you think like would you be amongst your teammates, look around the dressing room and just think, I am the hardest man right here right now, or or would there be a time where you could tell that a teammate was harder than you? No, I never looked at it that way. I think there's a lot more no. important things uh, in a football dressing room and a, to be a football player. I looked round and. And the company that was in, and, and knew that mm. I, uh, I was fortunate enough to play with good players. At Tottenham, uh, you must have seen a very young Harry Kane. Did you come across Harry Kane while, while you were there? Yeah, I think when I was there, and Harry Redknapp was the manager. I think Harry yeah. uh, gave me his debut in Europe. He gave a number of those young boys, and um, you would be glad that he has been successful because I think he, he's got a great attitude. I certainly couldn't tell that he, he was going to achieve what he's achieved in such a short period of time. Honestly, I, I couldn't. I think he, what he has done, I think he's he's got stronger. What is important, I think he's got a regular game. He is a good goal scorer. He's a good finisher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is without any shadow of a doubt. You know, if he gets chances, shots on goal. Um, but other parts of his game have improved. And uh, I think that's due to uh, the coach and the manager at Spurs just now and also for the willingness of, of Harry which I've already mentioned he is someone that will listen Joe you were headbutted once by Gattuso have you spoken to him since that or no or just... no it's it's in the past now and mm. that's it it was these things happen not so much nowadays but in the past the event that, that, that would happen in a football match if you weren't careful because I know what it's like if I have a little <clears throat> interaction with someone and it's not gone very satisfactory. I'm playing that stuff over and over in my head and what I would have said and, you know. Mm. All that. Do, do, do you go through that or do you just, you just let it go? When we were in that particular period, you know, building up to it, I, I was aware that 
that would possibly happen. So there's already... Yeah, I could sense something. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. He'd lost it. He'd lost the place. He'd lost the place in the game with his teammates, with the referee. It wasn't a shock. I, I knew that something could quite possibly happen, yeah. What happened to him after that? He got suspended, and, and so did I, I don't, which I didn't think was fair. <laughs> because I, 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 uh, I thought I controlled myself reasonably well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't see why... I was a victim. I, I don't see why I was. At so fault. you were suspended. I got suspended for one game. I think he got suspended for for a few, but he he, he had he had lost it. He had lost the place. Mm. James, I'm sorry, man. We have a bunch of clients that are trying to leave right now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I need to quickly go and move my car because um, I drove across a load of people. Okay. We'll keep recording. <laughs> keep recording, and we'll um, I'll, I'll just talk while you're away. Oh. Hmm. So, James has got to go and move his car in, in the studio in LA. Uh, what am I going to do in the meantime? Um, I suppose I suppose I could get some insider knowledge from a referee uh, about football. Let me, see. Let me just look through my, my Rolodex of numbers. Referees, referees, referees. Ah, there's one. Referee... Mark Halsey. Mark Halsey. Let's phone Mark Halsey. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hope he's in. He's not going to answer, is he? It's a funny ring. It must be. He must be abroad. Hello. Hello. Is that is that Mark? Hi, buddy. Okay. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Fine, thank you. Very well. I thought I'd talk to you because James Buckley thinks I know nothing about football. Uh, he's probably 97, probably not even 98% right about that. But um, I just wanted you to give me some insider knowledge about what it's like um, knowing any of the rules of football. Because um, that strikes me as it might be an advantage. Say I was going to, I wanted to be a referee, where would I start? If you want to be a referee, you contact your local county FA. And you tell them that you know you want to be a referee, and they will they will put you in touch with your local referees training officer, and then you will then go and do the referees course and take an exam, and 
if you pass that exam, you're away. You're free to start refereeing. You know, there's there's a, you obviously a yellow card and um, a red card. I've got a suggestion that maybe there should be an orange card, which is sort of somewhere in between. You know, it's it's bad, but it's not. You know, it's not the end. No, I think just leave our game our game as it is. You know, we've got the yellow and red card. We don't have people on about. I think I heard you read something a few weeks ago about a green card. Well. No, you know we've got we've got a great product. It's a fantastic product. It goes around the world. Um, you know everyone's happy with it. It's just leave it as, as we got it at the moment. A yellow mm. card and a red card. That that's all we need in football. Yeah, I mean not even like a sort of slightly blushed yellow card that would be, you know, sort of like. No, the... no I, I mean listen, you know this, we're seeing far too many yellow cards in our game today. But if you had to go for a colour, what would it be? I don't know. I suppose you like to say you could show. You know, sometimes there's challenges where you say, "Well, that's orange." Um, right. Yeah. So you could say, "Oh, you could perhaps show that's an orange card." That's an orange card. Um, uh, you know, whether so that's an orange card. He still gets sent off, but he doesn't serve a three-match ban. Perhaps he serves a one-match ban. You know, for that for that challenge, not a three-match ban. Orange. That's um, that's all I wanted confirmed. Orange card. Yeah, and no problem at all. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. That's all right. Did you move your car? Yeah, I did. I was I was blocking in three people. God, that's impressive. We've got three other cars. Three other cars just parked across them. Wow. Just... I to get in the, I'm an important person. I yeah. have to get in the studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I moved it. I, I said, I made sure, I told them at reception, I said, oh, um, I'm blocking people in, so I'll move the car if they move. Yeah. So it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Well, I um I wasn't talking to anybody when you were away, um, right. but I wonder if you'd like to hear some football knowledge from me. Um, not really. Let's crack on with the podcast. Uh. Okay, it's time for Jalal's weekly Watford. Take it away, Jalal. Interesting fact about Watford. Uh, Luther Blissett, who um, played for Watford during the Graham Taylor uh, years, uh, he um, was was responsible for taking them from the bottom of some league or other to the, the top of some other league, I think, or maybe it was the same league, I don't know. And Luther Blissett was somebody who stopped a lot of National Front uh, fans taking over the club. Uh, he, he, uh, he, he really put an end to that. Interestingly, overseas... He also became, uh, in Italy, the name of... They took An anarchist group took his... It's very difficult to do it with the music playing. An anarchist group took his name um, uh, and they became Luther Blissett. It's not really... I don't know, there's no end to the story. It's just, right. it's just a bit weird, isn't it? I always get confused between Luther Blissett and Arthur Blissett, who was a man who carried uh, a crucifix across America... Uh, by foot, they're not the same man. When did the, when did the crucifix thing happen? Uh, I don't know. Quite, I think it was quite recently. Oh. Is that it? Is that your weekly Watford? No. 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 Oh, okay. Oh, God, there's there's more. more. There's the chant, I suppose. Oh yeah, the chant. Forgot about the chant. It's been sort of yeah. on the, last the moment's weeks, sort of it? gone, hasn't it? No, go on. Have you been working on the chant? Well, I did, a, I, I did a second. I did a second. If if we, I mean, the original was this. Oh, Watford has ninety thousand people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Oh. Dunk. Uh, you know, small but perfectly formed. 
Then uh, Paul Koncheski, who came in and was a, a very lovely guest, uh, he gave me three words to do the second verse that I had to include, and those words were pie, happy, and enthusiastic. Um, yeah. And I was thinking, I don't know if you remember Mike from the Rookery End uh, podcast, he wasn't complimentary about my first no, verse. He gave you a critique, didn't he? Yeah. Football songs are supposed to be to get the team going. They're supposed to be songs that for fans can get behind, which will in turn get the team motivated and playing better. You're basically talking about the demographics of Watford and the short shortfallings of the stadium. It's absolutely hopeless, mate. Yeah, he, he wasn't keen on demographics. I, I think he just needs to be convinced about the demographical nature of All the, right, uh, of the hold on champ. What? Am I going to assume that you've gone on about more? demographic. It's hard to believe, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Watford has 90,000 people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. We're still enthusiastic, which is really just fantastic. The community is happy because we are demographically 11% South Asian, 9.6 Caucasian. Perhaps a part of be more useful here. Dunk. Guest vocals from Steve Parrish there at the end. It's okay, oh. I know, I know. I think I might have to cut my trip. I need to come back. I can't leave you alone. I what? don't think you're responsible enough to come up with stuff on your own, Jalel. You just oh, you and, don't you like it? And... It's... <laughs> <sighs> God, was that a Steve Parrish? What? Impression at the end as well. No, it was Steve Parrish. About the pie tree. No, Steve Parrish was there. I, the there hasn't there? nothing's been happening with Watford because it's been it's friendly week or something international international friendliness week or something like that and yeah no that's fair enough and I've been to two matches we lost I wasn't there at the match where we won against uh, West Ham and uh, I, I'm sad I missed that you know it was a it was a fantastic moment that I wasn't there for and, and I don't know if you remember mm. Billich after the um, after Watford triumphed. Okay, we played bad and we uh, we lost at Watford, but we know why we lose that game. It's <laughs> turns into a sheep in the middle. I didn't hear it. <laughs> so it's so weird though, how 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 synchronicity and how the universe sort of almost puts situations in your in your path because. Yeah. About a week ago, yeah. I went into a public toilet, right? Oh, God. And Billich came into the toilet, right? What? Still going on about, just mumbling about the what? I don't think he's, I don't think he's let it go. go any, but I had my phone on me and um, and I recorded him coming into the, the cubicle. Uh, I was oh. at the urinals. I recorded him into the cubicle oh, okay. behind me. Um, I'll, I'll just play it now. We we lost at Watford. Why we lose that game? (laughs) Was it a pub urinal? Was you yeah. out on the piss? Yeah, very yeah, grotty pub actually. Like. <laughs> he didn't even oh, flush brilliant. when he left. No, he just walked out. Yeah. yeah. Why would you flush? 
Um, is that the weekly Watford? Yeah, that's pretty much it. So listen, I think we need to go back to Vicarage Road and um, if there's one thing that's going to guarantee your first win whilst watching Watford, it will be hearing your chant played over the PA. (laughs) I think we definitely need to sort of pull some strings and try and get that done. The messages that the universe is is sending to me, I I have a feeling it's going to happen. In the meantime, that was Jalal Hartley, and that was his weekly Watford. Donk. Remember to follow me on Twitter, James underscore Buckley, but more importantly, make sure you follow Jalal at Jalal Hartley. Um, yeah. I want more listener interaction. I want more of it. I mean, to get that, we're going to need more listeners, really, aren't we? So do subscribe on iTunes and tell a friend to subscribe too. That'll that'll help us, you know, get more interaction. Mm. I but think. do it politely. Basically, right now, if you if you Twitter, especially if you Twitter Jalal um, Twitter about me. the show, if you Twitter him, if you tweet him, I don't know. Yeah. If you Twitter him, then it. There's 99% chance of it getting read out on this podcast, which yeah. is only a good thing. Somebody tweeted you. Somebody t- tweeted me, did they? Yeah, about the show. Uh, oh, okay. At Stephen Sinyard, he said mm. um, about the podcasts, all of them, he started listening to them yesterday. I don't hate it. Thumbs up. Okay. Well, that is exactly the reaction. I'm after. Finally, something I don't hate. Keep logging on to dreamteamfc.com for amusing football news and My Palace Diary. Have you done your diary yet? Jalal's Watford Diary, is that on dreamteamfc.com yet? Yeah, it, it is. is. I've yeah. been told yes. Incredible. There you go. So both our diaries are up on the dreamteamfc.com. Uh, we didn't have um, Darren Anderton on today, so apologies for that. Um, I've His got mum a, has a, sent a note, though. Yes, uh, I've got a note here. He's he's got um, he's having problems with his hemorrhoids, so he couldn't make it in today. So um, we hope you get better, Darren. Next week, oh man! Next week we've got we've got Leon McKenzie. Do you know who that is, Jalal? No, of course I don't. Well, don't worry because I'll tell you it is. He's like former football player, like played for Norwich and that. Oh right, it'd be nice now, to have one of them. Huh? Right now, he's a professional boxer oh, and good at it. Like he's doing really well at it. So, Leon, Mackenzie, that would uh, be good. Jalal, is there anything you want to say before I press the button? Uh, which button are you going to press? The stop button on the tape recorder. Yeah, I'm just um, looking, I'm just shining the torch in there, and I think we're all right. This, it's, it's not gone on to clear a bit of the tape yet. I think there's about four more revolutions before we... All right, well, quick, hurry up and say something before we... All right, so I uh, just want to give a big shout-out to... He'd be picking up his teeth with broken fingers, mate. I don't think so. You're the last person I want to be out on my side if there was a fight. What? Do you feel hard when you're with me? Do I feel hard when I'm with you? Yeah. yeah I do. Yeah. Natural, I don't I don't it? feel like not the hardest I've ever been, but I do feel quite hard. Yeah, you're there. You're thereabouts. Enough to I could be get useful. I could be useful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it, if like a load of guys came along, mm. yeah, and they wanted to start something with us, you could just beat them off one by one. Yeah, <laughs> I probably do two at a time. <laughs> Mom. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.